0: Well, look at it, uh, particularly today as Peter speaks to the first century church that was in the midst of all kinds of trouble, all kinds of grief and suffering and pain, and he's calling them, leading them for how to be secure in Christ. for us 1 Peter chapter 1, starting verse 1 through verse 12, hear the word of Luke. Peter, the apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who are elect exiles of the dispersion in Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Athena, according to the foreknowledge of God and Father, in the sanctification of the Spirit, for obedience to Jesus Christ and for sprinkling Powerful blue rule, if necessary, you can grieve by various trials, so that the tested genuineness of your faith, and more precious than gold that perishes though it is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Though you have not seen him, you love him. Though you do not see him, you believe in him and rejoice. Joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory, obtaining the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your soul. Concerning this salvation, the prophets would prophesy about the grace that was to be used in the church. Inquiring what person time the Spirit of Christ was indicated when he predicted the sufferings and the subsequent glories. It was revealed to them that they were serving not themselves, but you. And the things that have now been announced to you through those who preached the good news to you by the Holy Spirit, sent from heaven, things into which angels belong. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The first thing that I want you to see in the passage are the few words, and I've already alluded to this and dispersion, that those words can also be translated as strangers, or aliens, or immigrants or even refugees. And what Peter is telling in then, and what we need to know now, is that we are strangers in this world. We are strangers in this world. If we're looking for our security, for our identity, if we're looking for what God has created us to be it will not be found in this world. It will be found in God, and God alone. The first century church, they, they were literally exiled. They, they were not, they were forced out of their home. They chose to leave their homeland because of a sacred or They were forced out, uh, 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 behind swords, to leave their homeland. They had gone into other, into other countries, into other places. Well, I'm not just going to take they were not in office. and that, that happens with Christians today. in Places like Afghanistan, they are persecuted. You know, they, they bombs and bullets are aimed at them because they're because they're followers of Jesus. Now um, today, Christians in America, really, we enforce that. Time. We make we make persecution a face of assistance. sore, but many times we face the race, i um, But it's still, still that opposition, and, and, and it's, it's not, not just organized, it's, well, organized in human, way, it's organized in the spiritual. See, we're following the ways of Jesus, and the ways of Jesus is a current that flows in a certain direction. And then there's the ways of the world, the ways of our society, the ways of our culture, the ways of our community, the ways of our family, the the, the ways that seem right to you and to me that are out of step with Jesus. They they, they are those forces and directions that go the other direction, the direction opposite to Jesus, or opposed to Jesus, or perpendicular, but not the way of Jesus. So if we're going the way of Jesus and there's a flow coming another way, We're keeping ways in my own life and your life opposed to the ways of Jesus. So we're going to face that kind of resistance. It'll be suffering of different kinds, different ways. Sometimes it's it's suffering we choose because we following Jesus. Other times it's suffering that chooses us. Comes our way, it can be financial disaster. It can be health disaster. Accidents, but there are all kinds of pressures that we will face as humans and as Christians. And similar to what was happening in the church in the first century. Um, now, sometimes that world of society that at uh, the church or looks at the church is weird, but it comes because we deserve it. We do things that give us a trouble. Church is still one of the most segregated institutions. So the world looks at the church and says, Sometimes it comes from politics, sometimes it comes from We're not, but we're not using the world to correct us. I um, was at a national gathering uh, in January, one the pastors there, uh, a number of interviews with folks outside the church. That's, that, that's what we're the people may look at us as we follow Jesus as aliens straight into will see. I uh, think we have a picture maybe we want going to make maybe a cute <laughs> alien maybe a cute <laughs> natural alien we're still aliens and later on in the next chapter people even call us that we're strangers aliens in this world so if yeah, we're seeing this yes. you are grow a color of your skin we are elect and chosen by God. We're elect exiles according to the foreknowledge of God the Father. We're chosen by Him. And what and He need not know here and he'll, he you'll look at God the Father, God the Holy Spirit, and God the Son. God's the one that is taken. To go to school. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, Mom woke me up, made breakfast, here the clothes where wear, opened the door, got the bar to me to school. I chose to go. But I didn't have a choice. Because Mom chose for me to go. That's sort of like our Christian life. Yeah, I chose. I was there. I, I was a, a good, responsible kindergartner. Now, if Mom hadn't been there, Waking me up, saying, Oh, you need to get your clothes on. You can't be fixing me breakfast. And you can't take me in the car. I don't think i am gone school. I don't even know the school visit. But that's who we are in God. has chosen and elected us to be His people and His us in ways that are right and good. He, he has chosen us. That is our identity, not based on your choices. And then then he he says the the Holy Spirit has sanctified, that word sanctified, particularly to be set apart in this setting. The the word we use for holy. And holy means to be set apart for a different purpose. Uh, And you and I have been chosen. You've been chosen out of Other humans and say, now you're set apart. This is the team that you're on. So the the Holy Spirit dies. And this is the the, the day of Pentecost. And this is the Sunday that we celebrate Pentecost. And Peter, was fact Pentecost, reminds me, reminds me a couple times in this passage. Remember, the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And for them, uh, and I have heard those stories of Pentecost Sunday. The Holy Spirit came upon the church. They didn't go to, they didn't take any religious classes, they didn't take any didn't have the act to, to learn the languages of the people around them. The Holy oh. Spirit came upon the church in that upper room and in sin. And then spiritually they gave the power to speak the languages of the people outside the church so that they could do the new. We've been set apart for that purpose. But not something you chose. When I read somebody, I said, I'm not have that responsibility. Can I just get God and be nice and comfortable and all along? no you did because all the Holy Spirit has chosen you you're given the Holy Spirit, so that now you're open to us the world that is around you. Speaking the language of others yeah. that, that is my thought and your company set us apart. And then he tells us as well that Jesus has become your Lord and Savior. Use of the language here, you've been sprinkled with the blood of Jesus. That's similar to what happens in passages in Exodus or the Old Testament birth, the material for the Sprinkled with the blood, to set it apart, to cleanse it, to, to make it holy, to make it appropriate, to ordain it for this particular purpose. You have been sprinkled, you've been saved with the blood of Jesus. We have been saved with the blood of Jesus. He is our Savior so that we can obey Him. We've been free from sin by His power, so now we can obey Him in our lives. And that's what He says here. That's just the first two verses. He is setting their foundation. You are secure. Your identity is in God. Your security is in Him. He's got the whole world in His hands. He's got you in His hands. That is absolutely crucial for the first century church who are going to face such persecution and opposition to follow Jesus. And it's absolutely essential for you and I to face the same kind of, maybe not over opposition of oh, Jesus, making Jesus more than nothing else. My identity, your identity, is in Jesus the Now, you, you can uh, fill this sentence out here. Anymore, you think you won't. I am God's creation. The children of life, I'm God's creation. But I'm the firstborn of four children, born in A.M.E. and In 1964, I'm a white, male of slowness situation in which I was born in, in which I live. You can collab with however you want, but those are you things that God's created you that are eternal. You know, when we see Jesus face to face, we see people think of every nation trying to come. So all of those things that you guys created you to be will be there in heaven as right? well. That is who I am, but Our married hearts. And you'll notice here that Peter says, uh, according to God's great mercy, He's caused us to be born again. See that, that born-again term, Jesus used it also us in John chapter 3. Peter uses it here. The word born again, meaning that we're all born into the human way of right? life. But because of God's choosing us, now we're born into Jesus' way. But that's that born again out of this new way of living because of Jesus. This is what makes us alive. We're born in a new way of living. See, we, we live according to the ways of Jesus. That's that should it's guide new. us. Without Jesus, we can live that that last You know, i did not hurt, but I didn't murder, I'm good. But Jesus, you know, that also, he said, well, have you hated me? Have you disliked me? Have you prejudged me? Have you not respected and honored him to God, every human being who can? That's the way okay, Jesus. If we refuse to hate, we always forgive. We submit to authority. We love Um, we give generously and Jesus, that even death is conquered for him, then we never hope because We know we are in him. Uh, and he uses an illustration here of inheritance. you inheritance. Uh, that is, in inheritance. imperishable, undefiled, and unfaithed. That you're inheritance that's in God God has, has no death, no dirt, no decay. No death, no dirt, no decay. Nothing. It, it, it's not subject to bull markets or bear markets. It's not subject to weather. It's not subject to the sun's rays causing it to decay. It's, it is it's not subject to you and me and the destruction that we can cause. It's not. It's not. It does. It's not affected by bombs or bullets of any kind. It is secure. I, I love it. it's, in, it's guarded. Uh-huh who by God's power are being guarded through faith. This inheritance that we have kept in heaven from you, who by God's power are being guarded through faith. man's guarded by God. That's better. That's better than being guarded by uh, uh, by by uh, so it's not by Godzilla or think it's immoral, the three-day monster. Uh, it's better than being guarded by Godzilla and is that our inheritance is guarded by God? You see that picture? That there is something that God has guarded for you and me that has no decay, no dirt, and no death. It will never fail. That is our well, our salvation with God, our relationship with God, our very existence. Part of of that. Yeah. Now he says that's, that's good, the truth. This, this salvation is ready. He says in verse eight, guarded by oh my God. God for salvation ready to be revealed in the last That salvation, that that's salvation, ultimate salvation. Sometimes we, get, but this, we don't get a full biblical picture of salvation. We think salvation was the day that we he said, "Hey, okay, I follow Jesus." That's a part of salvation. Biblical salvation is past, present, and future. We were saved at the cross when Jesus died. We were were saved when we uh, recognized and responded to faith in God's choice. We will be saved when we see Jesus face to face. So, salvation is not a one time thing, it is the fulfillment of God's total love for us. So, our salvation is not fulfilled until we see him But that that salvation, then, is is ours. But now he says, but, now have spent all this time setting up the security that we have in God. But, there will be times, before we get to that day, before your salvation is fulfilled, there, there may be suffering. There, there may be pain. There may be no grief and loss of what we have faith. And what he tells us here is that suffering builds your faith. when we have Suffering builds your faith. This, it says in verse 7 and 6, in this you rejoice, in this you will rejoice, this salvation of God. Though now, for a little while, it's necessary you to be grieved by various trials. So that the tested genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold, it perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor the revelation of Jesus. that God even uses evil the evil with suffering, he needs the resistance, the pain, the defeat. He, he takes, he uses that, that living book, when we have the power of the resurrection, to grow our faith in Jesus. <laughs> but that one day, when we see Jesus, that will result in us more in life. It's, lifted you know, ways. You need resistance for muscles You, you need that and anger that's what's right and as we face the opposition and as we that it is destructive that it's evil that one day will be destroyed the judgment seat of God uses it. See, you believe in, and will rejoice. On that day, If we see, it's see that it's all the opposition the the how is God us? How he helping us to See, our current our current belief is tied. We are the <laughs> first of Jesus, we were the first of Jesus, like for the joys us, we endure Peter said that you don't know but you love You don't see him now, but you love him. You don't see him now, but you trust him. You grow up and trust through through these challenging times. Just like Jesus. That's what the last paragraph is about. He says concerning the salvation of the prophets, Jeremiah and Isaiah, they were studying, they were seeking God, they were finding out that the Messiah was going to come. Suffer for us, and that suffering was going to lead to his glory, which is a new law. Nobody thought God suffered. Nobody thought God was going to come and die, but that's what the prophets were hearing. They were writing this down about Jesus, and then the beginning goes on, but they didn't understand it. They didn't know what they had. it was. They were not writing it down for themselves, they were writing it down for us. They were writing it down for, were it down for those who are going to experience Jesus or live after That you're going to live just like Jesus. You're going to follow the path of Jesus and for the joy set before you. It is first and foremost your identity. Your God. Is that that yes. the the is your security. And it's like, how, when you are in the midst of our times, you follow Jesus, or do what he was saying, and set your attention. in your man is one line he's actually uh lost two of his He the the first couple of years of marriage. Now I think that's I think you'll capture And one <laughs> year old Dr. John Herbert, one of the original so called Civil Rights Crusaders, he also did this. So when I my hardships and hard of childhood. California, where an introduction to school, which Vuitton, yeah. a Bible nine- school would change his life, and move on three-year-old Police. That night, my he made a deal with God. I said, If I out of jail tonight, I would preach a gospel a love of oh, God. That is burned through this black and white nation. That's the end of my nation. He got out of that jail and then was cursed back to health by a white